Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And together, we are FNA Van Life. This is the podcast where every week we bring you news from the nomadic community or interviews with other nomads that you can know what it's really like to live life on the road. And we're doing another podcast right now live with some amazing guests. We have Joe and Emily with us today, and we actually met them through the Sunday lineup. Yes. Do you want to explain the Sunday lineup, I guess? Yeah. Joe, please explain yeah, the sure Sunday thing. lineup. Well, I mean... For one, we are very new to it. We've only posted maybe four weeks now. So we're still trying to, um, one, meet everybody. Because not meeting anyone was kind of like, oh, I don't know. Do we belong? Like, I'm not Imposter sure. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which and, we all kind of go through at some point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this has been really awesome. Um, but it's it's a really cool community. And everyone supports each other and posts videos weekly. And it kind of um, blends I guess, you know, people who watch certain channels all together and kind of creates a space for community. Community, yeah, 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 really. Basically, it's all on YouTube. And yeah, so every Sunday, a group of people are getting together and there's like this whole Sunday lineup. And it's just to really help share the community that are interested in these type of videos. Yeah. And everything that we're doing is like van life related, mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah or travel related. Something that that would be very nomadic similar or, and nomadic yeah. to each other. Yeah. And so your guys' videos, I want to give like a little vibe check for anybody who's uh, listening in. We're sitting in Joe and Emily's living room. The cutest little place. Uh, so many plants everywhere. So much little decor. So many like cute little vibey things. We've turned basically all the lights off. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's like so the perfect type of lighting moody. for the yes. time of night it is. Yes. And then we've got three dogs running around. So you guys obviously know Paco. But then we've also got Honey, which is kind of like a Paco. Like if maybe if Paco ate a couple too many snacks. A chunky Paco. <laughs> <laughs> And then we've also got Bayleaf, who is a little bit bigger and sometimes wants to run the table over that we're talking on. That's so. exactly right. <laughs> but so we're in your living room because your vehicle that you're converting right now is actually outside. Correct. So let's talk about that and how you got into it, because I feel like you guys have a super unique camper and you can tell us all about it and like why you chose it, what made you make this decision to want to fully like gut and renovate and how it's going. Well, okay. I will lead this off. This might go way back. So it'd be, I guess, worth noting that Emily and I, we both have this uh, bug for travel and exploring in nature. One of our favorite things is just camping, being outside. I'm sure you guys and many of you listening can, can actually relate. Um, mine stems back from, uh, I was in a band and we toured. I, I lived in a band with five people for seven years, touring, playing music. And there is this um, kind of like this freedom about being on the road in a new city every night traveling. And I, I mean, ever since, I've never been able to like have that like, same feeling yeah, to find yeah, that just, same like, like freedom. You, you itch for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for me, um, that's that's what I'm chasing, you know, that's, that's what I want to get back to. Yeah, so. and I totally agree with you there. Like just living the nomadic lifestyle uh, that's actually one of the things that I think about the most is, you know, as people, we, we want freedom. We want to be yeah. able to, like, travel and go wherever we want and feel the ability to, like, really feel what freedom feels like. And, and in this lifestyle, you really get that essence. And then when you get back into the house, you kind of lose that a little bit. Even though we have this opportunity to really feel free, you know, because of where we live and, mm-hmm. like, you know, the things that the opportunities that we have happening around us, it's just not the same. It's not, there's nothing like life on the road yeah yeah exactly yeah. right yeah and emily can attest to this because she would off, often be with me on um on tour and got to see lots you know, of the world that i never saw yeah yeah like international stuff and like oh no i stayed in america yeah yeah, yeah. 
I had, yeah, I was blessed enough to be able to go overseas too and travel in vans over there as well. Nice. So, what was like during this time of travel? Because, so I'm guessing that this type of travel is quite different than nomadic living. Like, so for Alex and I, we get to kind of go places and we have either an unlimited amount of time that we want to stay there or till the time is like past where we're like, all right, we need to move on. Yeah, you know, compared but you're to like the tight like, schedule of the road. Yes, right? so this one I would say is a lot more business oriented. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a band, but you follow a very strict and tight schedule. You have places to be at a certain time, and you have to be there till a certain time. Uh, everything between then is your chance to explore. And you guys mm-hmm. would time it out, so you're like, we've got 16 hours of driving, so we've got like eight hours that we can either chill in the next town or we can chill eight hours in this town. That yeah, that is. Exactly right. So the, what we tried decisions. to do is, and many times Emily was with me, is like, we have three hours to explore this new city. Let's, like, which direction? All right, go. And we would just either walk or get bikes and ride or mm-hmm. f- just find a way to see as much as you can because you don't know if you're going to be back. Yeah, so you're, so, like, cramming it all yeah. in. Yeah, and there's mm-hmm. a bit of excitement with that, too. He's, for sure. Yeah. You're like, we have three hours. Let's try yeah. to get everything in. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like for you, Emily, it probably was, you know, sounds like, you know, five or six dudes in a bus, probably not like a big luxurious, like you said, not sometimes romantic. it was like, <laughs> you know, a fancy tour bus, but probably most of the time it was, you know, more, uh, so you're telling bones. me, you're telling me that you didn't light candles or anything in there. <laughs> the, the twin bunks that we had to share were a little too tight for candles. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. It was not all glamorous. Um, and you, there was an opportunity to, travel in those nicer vehicles but as many people know it's all about saving money and trying to make it sustainable so it's not practical so you, mm-hmm. you sacrifice in ways to stay on the road if right you yeah but so you decided you weren't into the band anymore we don't necessarily have to go down that whole route yeah, yeah. but so all the dogs are like what's going on what are they playing oh, oh no no she's underneath <laughs> <laughs> Absolute chaos. Hey, 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 hey. Paco, stop. Leave it. Hey. Leave. Ah, leave it. Leave it. Now it's like a game of keep away. Paco's oh like... Oh my I'm stuck in the middle right now. And the dog just... No, 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 no. Bailey, come. Yeah. Bailey. Honey's just trying to get her two cents. There you go, look, look. I got to play it tug. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Nice, nice. Okay, you want to go play tug boy, of war too? Go boy. Bailey Fun. <laughs> All right, yeah, so that was exciting. Uh, <laughs> uh, basically, Paco was behind my neck, and uh, yeah, he got a chew toy, and Bailey Fun did it. also. It was but yeah, it was kind of wild. Quite the sight. <laughs> We're trying to like keep the table from getting knocked over. There's like four cups of hot tea. Hot tea. <laughs> <laughs> So this is going to be interesting as we continue this podcast. Just bear with us. Controlled chaos. Yes. yes. Right, At yes. some point, hopefully the dogs just give up. And so does this, does this moment remind you of any moments like with the band? Uh, chaotic and sort of, I, I mean, yes and no, I guess. Two, yeah. two guys pulling out the same chew toy. You know, I'm sure you've seen something along these lines. Oh, man. Okay. So you leave the band. Yeah. Fast forward to to, uh, exactly one year ago. Okay. When we purchased the motorhome. Um, That was insane. Well, I guess let's rewind it a little bit further back. Emily and I, we love camping and exploring, like I mentioned earlier, but um, we wanted a fast way to do so on our weekends. Sure. If you're going the camping route, there's so much gear and so much stuff that you And you, you have don't to... keep it in your car all the time. No, exactly. exactly. So you got to like load up all the gear and then mm-hmm. load up the cooler and load, you know, so you're spending like a whole day or so like packing it all in and then packing it all out just yeah. to like go for like two nights. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So we wanted something we could hop in and just be able to hit the road because we have, you know, three and four day weekends every other week, mm-hmm. which is really nice. So we've, we slowly talked when we toyed with the idea of finding... Something. We didn't know what. I just kept sending you camper after camper after camper from like Craigslist or Facebook Market. Uh-huh. And then eventually you started getting interested too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you sent quite a few of the Toyota motorhomes as well. Yes. Yeah. And then those. Like, that we, slowly got your eye. Yeah. There's something about them. They have this appeal. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're, but so, Emily, what made you think like the whole van life camper RV thing? Like how did that get in your brain? I think just the craving to camp and we couldn't fit enough camping trips in and 
we were we were going on at least two three big camping trips a year mm -hmm. and then we try to do those little weekend ones but the weekend ones were kind of burning us out because of all the packing and it you just spent so much time setting up and taking stuff down it right. didn't seem like worth it because it, by the time you finally set it up you were like just settling down but you're like cool now i can pack up yeah but anyways so we just i think it's the love for camping and I mean, yeah. we got married in the Redwoods, you proposed in Yosemite, like, it's just like our whole life has kind of been an outdoor thing. Yeah, open yeah. road, nature, just trying to find places where people are not, in a way. Yeah. Sure. We love community, but we also love just feeling like you're, you're alone with you nature. Know, the outdoors. I yeah. mean, we can't agree more. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we like both of those things. And so you were talking about, you know, being able to just jump in a rig and like, go. Yeah. But realistically, but, uh, you got something so much different than just going and going. What are you doing in there? Yeah, so tell us like what you got and like where the project might be and what what it's gonna look like for you over the, like you know the long the long haul, I guess. We found a 1986 Toyota Odyssey, and that is just kind of an old vintage camper motorhome, uh, and we found it. On, was it a Craigslist? It was Craigslist. It was Craigslist. And, excuse me, ma'am. And we weren't, I don't know if we were necessarily sold on it right away because we knew we needed to inspect it. But we were not in a place where we had it in our head that we were going to be doing a full renovation. I definitely thought we were doing like an aesthetic redecoration kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The fun part. Yeah. And... We went out, visited it, saw it, loved it, but then we wanted to be able to drive it back together and we were in our car, so we're like, okay, we're going to drive home, rent a car, return the car, and then take this whole thing and drive back. And so we just fell in love with it right away. And so even when we picked it up, we were excited, even though we knew it might need a little bit of work because you could tell there were some sagging parts and you know maybe some water damage in like one little area as disclosed from the previous owner, but it was one little area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Come to find out that evening, it rained in the desert, and we were parked out in Joshua Tree, and our entire bedding area soaked overnight, and he woke up with wet legs. <laughs> oh, no. She can't, she's looking for Paco, but can't find him because she jumped on the couch. Oh, my goodness. Look <laughs> <laughs> like she's still looking for him. It's okay. But I mean that's it's kind of incredible because you you go get this like really beautiful you know oldie um, that you know is going to need a lot of well at this point I guess a little TLC you're thinking <laughs> and you only spent a few thousand dollars on the rig right Correct. yeah 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 for for full transparency sake we bought it for five thousand dollars yeah the owner originally was asking nine and she had uh, I think like three or four people uh, come visit it. And one guy was too tall. He didn't like it. The other ones were being a little flaky. So she was getting a little more anxious and antsy to sell it. So by the time we got around, we were able to talk her down to $5,000, which was even better for, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. knowing that we got to renovate and get some work done. Right. On it. Yeah, yeah. But now you got a project on your hands. Yeah, so... <laughs> wow, that's putting it so lightly. I, I mean, a project could be any size, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so this project is in its entirety... Well, and, and it's as simple as every time we pull something else back, it's, oh, no. And it's the Another same light. rot, and it's the same, like, just no integrity of any wood that's in it at all. There's just no integrity anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so we've now come to terms that we have to reframe everything. And now being in that mindset, we're down, we're ready to take it on. But it's definitely not what we were intending mm -hmm. or expecting. Yeah. So it's kind of like <laughs> an onion, right? It, it is the base of every meal. Right, you could you have the base of every meal, but you really have to peel back layers to like start cooking with it. Correct. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. more you peel back, and it the more it makes you cry. And, oh, you know? yeah. There's always gonna be crying in the process. Could be happy tears. Could be sad tears. You know what? I don't have any regrets with the purchase. I know it's a lot of work, and we, I don't know. We still get so excited every time we walk into it, especially showing it off. We just we fall in love with it again, and we just find that motivation to keep going so yeah and that's a beautiful thing i think that's a incredible like you know even though it is a project you're gonna put your heart your soul and your love into it yeah and you're gonna turn something into a really beautiful you know oldie 
and and it's gonna it's gonna be exactly what you guys want because yeah. you get to put yourselves into it. You That's know? exactly right. Yeah. 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 And, and as much as it is a project and it's gonna take some time, I mean realistically that's that's what you're in it for is long haul anyway right? yes exactly so. yeah we want to we want it to last forever we want our kids and maybe they're well no no probably 200 years from now yeah. someone we want the next be generation to be able to enjoy it too yeah and so we're we got to start fresh yeah, yeah so sure. basically that means ripping it all back to basically the studs and, yeah. the and probably even replacing those correct yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is which is fine. I mean, it, it's a big job, yes. But if you have time and energy, and like you could put your time forth, uh, you know, then it's going to turn out just as how you want it to. Yeah, yeah, and that's been the, one of the biggest factors is how much time can we allot each weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we we work, you know, like I have a full time job. So if anything, um, I like what we're doing because it kind of bridges the gap. I know, at least for a while, I used to think, well, if you do van life, it's just like you don't really you don't have a job and work anymore, right? It's just like you just commit and you go for it. It's that or you don't do it and you become like maybe a weekend warrior, but we want to find that happy medium to where maybe we get this going and we could spend more time on the road. We could find a way to work from the road Mm -hmm. and see what it evolves into. But Mm -hmm. More of like a gradual evolution rather than like, you know, you bought it and now you're going to move into it and be full time and be like, quit your jobs and stuff. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We, we have an open mind when it comes to any of that. We, we don't have a set plan and I almost like that better. Mm-hmm. We just know we want to have it done. We want to have it, you know, road ready and mm-hmm. we want to see where it takes us really. Well, it seems like that you guys have some skills from what we were talking about previous to the podcast of like, you know, possible jobs on the road. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you were telling us that you do photography and editing and you can do that from anywhere. Yeah, you've yeah. been working from home for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so that's I could definitely take my job on the road. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no problem. Mm-hmm. And, and then what about for you? Is there anything that like going to start would, the band like up again? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I I haven't given that too much thought because mm. partially because it's like a distant like goal or it's a Disney you know what I mean it's like it seems so far in the future but then again it could go quick like we could start really blowing through this so if the rain would stop oh my gosh don't get me started on the rain man Southern (laughs) California right now is not the sunshine not sunny San Diego right now (laughs) it's green and nice but uh it means me and Emily cannot work on the motorhome so Mm -hmm. (laughs) well so right now to give everybody a picture at home the motorhome sitting in the driveway with a big old tarp across the roof. It looks like a meth van. Oh. Uh, well, like well, a we lot. Pretty close to the whole Breaking Bad scene. Yeah, yeah. Much. Okay, cool, cool. A lot of the roof has been ripped off. There's, you know, the entire front bubble over the cab is literally just wood beams. Yeah. So you know, you really need a, a dry day to rip the tarp off because you don't want to get more water damage exactly. from anything that you may have already fixed or whatever. Right. So how? Deep into the project are you now, like, time-wise, I guess? And then I know you don't want to, like, set a time frame on, like... But, like, realistically, maybe, like, how many hours do you think it is to, like, you know, get it back going? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. We... So, for timeline's sake, we bought this in February of 2022. We did not start working on it right away. We actually... We went on two trips. Yeah, and thank you to Emily, because I was really excited. I just wanted to tear into it. Yeah. But she was just like, let's go on a couple trips. Let's use that Test as it out. Yeah. Find out what we like, we don't like. Find- I wanted to make sure we loved the layout. Yeah. Because I thought that would be important if we were going to rebuild it and be like, oh, wait, we should have moved the bathroom. Right. Yeah. And so what did you think about the layout when you were in it for a little bit? Loved it. It's actually perfect. It's I'm I'm shocked, to be honest. Like, I, I don't think I'd change anything. I think we might make like the bathroom smaller and add more storage because mm. we don't need it was a pretty big bathroom yeah i mean it looks like it yeah it, yeah it was like behind the driver's seat like maybe about five feet back yeah it's mm-hmm. crazy it's yeah. way too much bathroom and, and pretty wide too yeah yeah uh-huh so we can, and you're gonna get rid of the black tank and so go compost yes yes exactly yeah so we'll have a what a gray tank just for catch yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then no black tank but we love the layout, and we actually have a really rare layout for the Toyota motorhomes. Most Toyota motorhomes have either the bathroom or the kitchen in the back, so you mm-hmm. don't get a big window view. Mm-hmm. And so 
I've only seen like just like two other people on the road that have the big dinette that's in the back with the giant window. That window is beautiful. Yeah, it's just, I like that's it. what sold us. It just pulls you right out into nature. It makes your space look so much bigger. You know, it also on top of that brings in so much natural light. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so you're gonna you're gonna get this like real nice feeling of like not having to use your lights during the day. And right. Stuff yeah. And yeah. Save a lot of power that way. And, and like you know, obviously everything will change once you're on the road, and you know exactly <laughs> what you're doing. You know, you'll feel your layout even more at that point. But it was a really smart idea of you guys to, like get on the road, get out. What, yeah. what were those two like camping trips like, oh, especially man. in this like new R? Well. Very old new RV yeah. to you guys, right? Well, give us like a little, you know, tell us about the stories of these camping trips. We Besides had... getting soaked. Yeah, which that I'm not even bummer. mad about. Oh, but you should tell the camping chair story. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> How'd you get soaked? Because yeah. the, the roof leaked. Okay, okay. So, so go into sleeping. the story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the first night, because it... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did rain on us? You. That's when you woke up and all of the bedding and his legs were just, just like drenched. saturated. Yeah, and it was one of those things too. Did, did you wait? First off, did uh-huh. you wake up feeling like you peed your pants or something? Like, oh, <laughs> no. like, oh my god, I'm so wet right now. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I didn't think I peed my pants. Uh, I, was, I was a little disoriented. All the cool kids are peeing. I, yeah, I, like, I was already wearing my adult diaper. <laughs> If peeing your pants is cool, then consider me a Miles Davis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Yeah. So um, it actually gave me flashbacks to when I was in the band because we converted a uh, a Ford shuttle bus. It was like a, a 33-foot shuttle bus with, yeah. with the F-550. And we had a lot of issues with uh, leaks. So everyone would wake up just like, I'm getting wet. I've got oh, wet. No. Like just all bummed out because – we can't stop, you know what I mean? We're still driving and you're just sitting there taking it. and Yeah. So that's what I thought of. It was just like there's this weird feeling you get. You're just like frustrated and like trying to sleep. But Well, it especially it brings right? you back to a moment where like you're working your ass off because you're going from show to show, right? And, mm-hmm. and like you're sleeping while you're driving. You were talking about like there's like a lot of things that you don't really think about about people traveling on the road in bands like you just think that they're going to concerts and having a great time yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. you know but that's not necessarily the case yeah but then on top of that in this ride to this place where you're trying to sleep you're just getting soaked yeah yeah exactly so that's that's what i thought of that's what i went back to um so i was a little bummed but (laughs) i was still more excited to be out there to be camping and it was a just just to be like wow we own this like this yeah this theoretically could be our home like and we we had the best time. Even that was our first that. time on BLM land. Yeah. And we're like, why haven't we? Li-? But I was like, also, we didn't have a rig, so we were only tent camping. But yeah, BLM land's what's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us the chair story. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. So that same uh, night before we, we went to bed, um, we saw the rainstorm coming. And we were, it was literally a beautiful day. We were sitting outside. We had a fire going, and we were just like, just hanging out. Like, that's, I guess, kind of what you do. We didn't know what to do. I don't know what you guys do, but that's what we were doing. <laughs> the same thing everybody yeah. does. Hang so out, we were, go on a hike. You yeah, know? Actually, exactly. we probably work. Yeah, we're pretty, yeah <laughs> that's true. That's true. Alex is like cracking the whip. Like, uh, Frank, no fun. Back to the computer. <laughs> so uh, the storm rolls in faster than ever. Like, caught us off guard, and it starts dumping rain. So we're, like, laughing. Like, just grab a few things. We run inside. Fire's blazing. And we're just like, oh my gosh, it's like dumping. This is crazy. And we weren't even worried about the fire because it's raining, right? We just wanted to look out the window. So we were at the dinette looking out the back, being like, it's so gorgeous outside. (laughs) Look at the rainfall. There were some crazy gusts of winds. And next thing we know, we look at the fire and the chair is just like blown and tumbled right on top of it. And And it's on fire. So you just look over and you just see a giant fire and you can tell that it's just the chair in the fire. And it's just, while it's dumping (laughs) rain, it's like, completely on fire it was very uh-huh. it was a weird feeling where it was just like yeah i should probably go pull it out but it's also raining so do i really need to like will it spread yeah you know? like i don't think so yeah exactly <laughs> but i mean yeah we 
pulled it out and the chair was toast. Oh, we didn't, we didn't no. leave it behind. We took it with us. But that's great. It was story, just like, though. well, I guess I'll stand on the rest of the trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only one person gets to sit. Yeah. <laughs> was it one of those double chairs or just like a single chair? No, it's like it was a small chair. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man. Summer. Imagine if it was one of the double chair. chairs. You'd yeah. really both be screwed. You'd have to oh, find like logs to sit on. But since it's <laughs> yeah. raining so much, it just like wet ass everywhere you go. Oh my god. I mean, what would a first trip be? You know, if yeah. you didn't have all these weird problems and Couple stories of hiccups. to tell. We yeah. were laughing the whole time. Yeah, well, it now great. it's a story, right? Yeah. So you get to tell it, we get to laugh about it. And so we didn't have... like the chair, so now we got a nicer chair. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's per- a, that was like perfect. It was like, hey, you don't need this chair. It's a Let's sign. move on. The yeah. universe didn't yeah. want me to have it anymore. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was, yeah, it was a blast. And that was, what, night one of our little... Mm-hmm trip and then the next night we were like all right let's change up the scenery completely and we went to the mountains mm. which was it was a couple hours away san san Jacinto. yeah san Jacinto. Um, how did the van do like driving like has the engine been pretty reliable shockingly reliable that's yeah, great for it, it had seventy three thousand miles on when we bought it which is not a lot for those toyota motorhomes no, anyone who knows those engines the 22 no. RE. Yeah, they, they'll last forever as long as you do basic maintenance. Mm-hmm. So, um, surprisingly, that was I was not concerned at all about that. Even to this day, like, we, we feel good about it. We've done, like, little tune-ups and replace mm-hmm. hoses, mm-hmm. As, as people do. But and we weren't flying up the mountain by any means. We were <laughs> trickling I mean, up slowly, let's be chugging re- along. Let's be realistic. I think it's not going to fly up any mountains anytime soon, though. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Like you guys are talking about, though, like the reliability of that engine and stuff and like taking your time up the mountains is like actually really super important to have longevity of the rig, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And like, you know, something with 73,000 miles, you think about it, it's still a baby. Yeah. You know, so as long as... Especially a diesel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it gasoline? It's gasoline. gasoline. Oh, sorry. My bad. But even so, like it's still a baby, especially for those engines. Like I remember my dad having a very similar pickup truck. Just as the truck. Yeah. And I think I remember it having like 250,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. Just getting started. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so you do. You are at least building a rig that's going to hopefully give you longevity, you know, that you can have it for when you have kids and yeah. when, you know, your kids have kids. Mm-hmm. If it's still around, then my, I'm my dad has blown we'll away. do a follow-up on this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad has the similar, has a, the same pickup, old school pickup truck with the same engine. Yeah. yeah. And... I believe it's a 90 or 91, so obviously yeah. it's a little it bit got more. a little bit of chunk of time between. But it has over 300,000 miles, I believe, mm-hmm. and it's besides like dings from my brother putting like crashing it a few times, <laughs> like it chugs along just fine and they use they still use it very regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. Obviously, I feel like you told me you guys were searching for like a year before you found the one that you actually pulled the trigger on. And so you've done, like, tons of research on these older, probably mostly Toyota camper vans, the different models, the different makes. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could give some advice for people, like, if they're looking for something of that vintage or, like, whatever, with some resources or some, like, things to look out for, things you don't want, things you Mm -hmm. do want. Like, Mm -hmm. we were just going through Facebook Marketplace last night looking at stuff, and you were like, ooh, well, that one has this engine, so don't get that one. And this one has a different Mm -hmm. axle, so you don't want, so, like, you guys... Have some knowledge. True, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, one important thing that, well, let's start with, we joined a Toyota group on Facebook, and it's this really cool community of everyone who owns the motorhomes, and you post a question, and you got like 10 people giving you all their answers, experiences, so um, before we bought it, we were kind of researching, right, and one of the things people said is, you want to buy something that's an 86 or newer and that's because the rear axle on these Toyota motorhomes was like a semi-floating axle, which are actually not, I guess they're not designed to really hold the same weight. They're not as safe as um, what they call the full floating axle. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're dualies, by the way. So that, that was just like one big one. Anytime someone says, hey, I'm going to look at a motorhome, everyone's like, check your axles. Mm-hmm. So, so you want the dually and you want it to be newer than 86. Yeah, that's when they or started. Or 86 and newer. Yeah. That's exactly. And if it is older, some people did add the dually. Oh, they converted. To, they converted it, or upgraded it. and so, it, yeah. but it would they would need to specify that they did. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And then there's a couple engines that vary between the Toyotas, and it's the 22 RE is the yeah the long term reliable one. 
Yeah. So I think similarly, either 85 or 86, there was the 22RE, but it was the carbureted version. Mm. And then 86 and newer was the fuel injected. And that's I maybe more personal preference. Mm-hmm. We like, ours is the fuel injected one. So, mm-hmm. you, know. so you basically got like the newer engine. Yeah, of the yeah. R, of the RE at that time. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, exactly. like basically carburetors were before that. Before they started doing fuel injection, and some people absolutely love the um, you know no fuel injection. Yeah, yeah, carburetor exactly. style. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're really easy to actually even like get started. Mm-hmm. If you are having an issue, you could just like spray a little ether and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. They normally start right up, but yeah, but yeah. So yeah. like on cold days, it might be like you might be like, "Ooh, I'm interested in the carburetor one," because right? I could yeah, just, and then hopefully she gets going. But I mean, yeah, it's that's a preference, really. Yeah, exactly. Well mm-hmm. said. Um, another really important thing is these are all really old and they've been around, you know, and. People don't always take care of their stuff. So the thing we're suffering from, and I've noticed a lot of other people who buy motorhomes is suffering from, is the water damage from the lack of maintenance and care on these things. Mm-hmm. So you, if you're going to go buy one, and this this is not just Toyota. This, this is across the board. Any vintage motorhome. Yeah, home. you actually you want to go inspect all the walls and the ceilings, and they tell you to kind of like poke around, and you'll feel soft spots when you If when it you crunches when you poke it. Yeah, yeah, it's probably dried not, up water damage. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and it's not like buying one with water damage is the end of the world because you can do what we're doing and actually work on it. But it's when the person is telling you, no, everything's great. There's no water damage. Like you want to be able to find it. Just maybe you can negotiate a better price mm-hmm. or you won't be surprised down the road when you go to, you know. Like even like the 9000 to 5000 you know, that, that's... She a, knew. Yeah. She, did. she definitely did. Yeah. She's like on my last camping trip. I woke up soaked in the middle of the night. <laughs> my she legs were wet. She absolutely had to have. Yeah. And, right. and it's kind of shame on her for not telling us that. Well, yeah. did you ask? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she said yes. there was a little bit of water damage in the bedding area, but she wasn't. She wasn't sure. And she was like, "But there isn't any water damage anywhere else." Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "And it doesn't leak anywhere else." Meanwhile, the yeah. whole thing has. Water. As we go back, we're like, "Lie, lie, yeah. lie!" Uh-huh. But well, so for you guys, when you were looking at it, obviously you're looking out for water damage, but you didn't necessarily spot it, or you were like, "Oh, it doesn't look that bad," or like, "What was what was your idea, thought at the time?" <laughs> we were all, all we were probably on cloud nine, and not even. We were just like, ah, yeah, sounds great. Yeah. It's the right <laughs> axles and it's the right engine yeah, and it's a, the right layout. Right. And sometimes yeah. we trust people too much. And I think her just reassuring that it was just going to be a little bit in the bedding area, maybe. Uh, we're she was such a nice lady that we're like, yeah, sound yeah, okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. And we're like, obviously the back, like she was very, she was very straightforward about what she thought needed to be done. She to disclose that she wasn't the long term owner. She had only had it for like a few months mm-hmm. oh. and saw yeah. that it was going to need some TLC and she didn't want to do it right? because she was trying to go to Baja like immediately. So she's like, I'm just going to buy a new rig. And so she was like, red flag right there. Yeah. yeah. You're like, Oh wait, but we want to travel immediately too. (laughs) But she was pointing out, she's like, it's just the trim here and the trim here. That's going to be to replace. And we saw her like, okay, yeah, totally. And for how much she was disclosing it, it, it all sounded right. And even now we're not mad about it. We're not. And well, if you want to pay like another 75 K you could just jump in our van right now. We'll sell it to you. Guys. <laughs> 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 just yeah. Let's just trade. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great trade. <laughs> wow, what do you great plan. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. She's not necessarily. You said like, they were sexy. They are sexy. Yeah, are sexy. Yeah, There's yeah. something about them that just gets my motor going. Is that big booty on the back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like it's like like it's such a funny little small sleek like engine bay like yeah. the hood of the car looks so teeny tiny and then it's got this beast of a thing on the back of it and it just looks like it's being hugged yeah, yeah. and then also it's like so when funny. we stepped into it today both of us were like holy this is huge in yeah, here there's a ton of room in those ton rooms. of room and it's just as long as the pro master mm. we were like this is the best of both worlds because you could have like all like even more room mm. really it felt like i don't yeah. know maybe it's just the layout or something like that have the bathroom, have all this stuff, and have, like, a cool classic camper vibe. Yeah. And I would even say, like, you know, the the fact of, like, climbing up hills slowly doesn't really affect me now like it would have, you know, when I was first getting into van life. Like, mm. you know, now I'm, like, moving slow, and, like, I'm cool with moving slow, so if we were driving up a hill and it's just 
yeah. chug a lugging up there as long as it's making it. Why do I care? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know? You know what? On that note, Emily and I noticed that when we were driving down the road and being passed by all the semis and cars, that there was actually a little bit of like relief and like it wasn't stressful because he's like, I don't have to worry about trying to go around people or do all these maneuvers. Yeah. You just cruise and everyone else just goes around and does their thing around you. And there's some sort of peace with that where I was like, it's I'm beautiful. not stressed at all. Yeah, it's like, this is nice. So I think there's like something about like everybody around you is like chaotic mm-hmm. and you're kind of just like chill. Yeah. Chilling in the slow lane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like I'm going to make it. I'm going at my pace. And then, like, on top of that, you really get to, like, look around and see the beauty, too. Yeah, enjoy yeah. the view. It's like the embodiment of, like, why most people get on the road, You should be right? traveling. Yeah, you should be able to look out the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say about water damage, even when we were looking at the listings last night on Facebook, Frank was, like, zooming into the pictures and, like, checking the edges and stuff and, like, could see even, like, rippling on, like, the outside yeah. of the Media vehicles. water damage. Yeah. And was like, oh, well, that's a project. Yeah. You I feel know? like no matter what you get into when it's that old, unless it's garage kept for most of its life, yep. just because wood swells mm-hmm. from, like, moisture, just like, and I'm not talking about rain moisture, I'm talking about humidity moisture, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So you're going to have the swelling that happens, and since it is, like, such a thin layer between the wood well when, by what i mean by thin layer is that it's literally wood glued to fiberglass yep. so like there's no layer in between so you have any bit of swelling and then you just have beep, beep, pop. like it yep. just it just pops the edges up and then moisture easily gets in mm-hmm. there yeah. and then you have water damage everywhere well there's no like insulation layer which would be like the moisture wicking part of it yeah yeah so instead of the moisture wicking it's literally just going right into the wood (laughs) yeah exactly it's interesting like it's kind of crazy that like rvs were made like this yes you know we we scratch our heads so many times where we're like how is this even like legal to sell to someone this this can't be safe Hey, it was the 80s. Anything goes, you know? <laughs> That's right. I feel like safety standards were a lot lower. Of course. And probably the camper market was fairly new. Like, I don't know mm. when the first, like, RV hit the market. Definitely but, the 70s, I yeah. would say. You had a big, or even maybe even the 60s. You probably had, like, Like, with a the VW boom. campers and things like that. But yeah. then, like... I would even go far as far back as, like, the 50s. They had, like, the cars that would have, like... A camper behind it that looks exactly like like those car. airstreams. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, and like you, you, you'll have to look back into it, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's a really good point. Uh, but this is like the time where it kind of seemed to become more popular, or maybe even more affordable. Could be for people. Yeah. Yes, and I believe because there was the boom of like even Toyota and I know Ford, and I, I think everybody hopped on the train of building out their one of their models and leaving that back end open so and then selling that to all these people who wanted to build out the camper mm-hmm. portion and then sell them as quickly as they could Ooh, yeah. so let's talk about that for a second because the one that you have like so a lot of people know the toyota dolphin yes which i think is like we had looked at those when we were originally van shopping mm-hmm. and i think we actually went to see one in new york but the guy had it listed for like a really high price because he was like, oh, these are vintage and everybody loves the dolphin. And like, you know, we got to, I'm going to charge you double because it's a dolphin. And we were like, no, no, thank you, sir. Yeah, like, we don't care if everybody else loves them. We want a price for us. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but so you have, yours kind of looks like a dolphin, mm-hmm. but it's not. No. Yeah. So this is an Odyssey. And it'll be funny because once you're like looking for Toyota motorhomes, there's so many. There's so many. I wish I knew how many there were. But, there. yeah, it's we have an Odyssey. Uh, the Dolphin is definitely the most popular, probably followed by, I think, Winnebago makes uh, one. I think and Sun Raider, Sun Raider might be up there, too, with the Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's there's quite a few that I can't remember the names of, too. There's the Chinook that was popular. That one's a bit older, though. Cool. And yeah. then, if you're lucky, and maybe it was with the Dolphins, but... There's a select few, whoever coach manufactured it, has aluminum framing instead of wood. That's right. Oh. So that's like a real rare bird. Well, super rare and like long lasting because aluminum is supposed to last. That's right. Very long. Uh You shouldn't have the swelling that you would have, you know, from the wood. And rot. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. I I just looked up the 
like the RV boom. Yeah. And so actually in the late 1950s, uh, this is when like RVs started becoming a thing. And um, it was just like a very expensive luxury item. Mm. So only the rich could have them. And then in the 1960s, it started to become like, that was like the second boom where it really started to get popular. Oh, that's good to know. And so, yeah, I think just between, you know, the hot, the interstate highway systems like got better. So it afforded people to be able to like get an RV and drive all across the country. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like now people are like, hey, it's time to explore the Americas. You mm-hmm. know? What year did Route 66 finish? Ooh, yeah, that's a I'm really wondering. good question. Because like I feel Probably like America was so jazzed about their highways, yeah. you know? And then that's like the way to travel, mm-hmm. like the new age, like this is the revolution. Yeah, and now yeah. we're like, please, can the highways go away? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so that road opened in uh, 1926. Oh, no kidding. Oh. So it opened a really, really long time ago. I wonder when it was complete, though. Yeah. Like so, the whole track of it. Yeah, so I think that there was probably many stages. So during that time, I think it was a cobble road. Oh, and then, and then that would so be fun. It's changed throughout the years. Wow. Um, so it looks like that in 1940. 45, uh, let's see, uh, maybe they extended it? Yeah, I think they extended it 2,400 wow. miles from Chicago to Los Angeles. Dang. Yeah. And it wasn't completely paved until 12 years after, which would be, you know, the <laughs> 1932 time, something like that, 1940, mm-hmm. something imagine time. your suspension going on that cobble road? <laughs> well, imagine, imagine what, what the suspensions paid. were in oh, vehicles yeah. back then. Wow. Yeah. Was there any? Right? Yeah. Non-existent. Just riding on the rims, The basically. wagon wheels. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wild to think about all this. This isn't stuff that we normally, like, think about deep into. Because yeah. we just have the luxury of having it right here in front of us. Exactly right. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and even, I feel like most people we talk to go with the newer RVs, or the ProMasters, or the Sprinters, or whatever, and they build them out, or, like, we were with the Bryles the other week, and they have this giant Class A camper, yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's more rare to see, you know, a classic camper. Like, our friends Doom, I don't know what year their vehicle is. Theirs Doom Adventures. mid-80s, right? Mid-80s, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like mid to late 80s. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Tiger. The yeah. Tiger, yeah. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. I think it's pretty sweet, too. Yeah, but so it's just interesting. I feel like they're... I don't know, getting, like, a second wave of people wanting to, like, fix them up and find them. And, you know, how many people are in this Facebook group that you're in? Oh, thousands yeah, Actually, thousands yeah, it's, like, 12,000. Wow. So, it's it's pretty cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, we're, I mean, that goes right along with who we are and our personalities and everything is we, for whatever reason, we have a hard time buying stuff new. We We love the idea of restoring something, you know, taking something character and um just i don't know just bring it life and there's something about it like this couch see everything we have in this room is secondhand yeah yeah yeah. we we took like literally a month ago or so we had a new ikea nice modern couch and we're just like no no so we sold it and we got this 70s like or 60s pull out floral retro whatever (laughs) it's super sweet and honestly i like the the odyssey like I feel like it just embodies your personalities too a bit. Yeah. And like is exactly what I could see you guys in. Yeah. You know, I like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool. good to hear that. Yeah, it's awesome. That's how we feel. I mean, I don't know what that vehicle would be for us. You I know, know. like well, uh, right now we have this like brand new ProMaster yeah. and like I as much as it I feel like it's fitting, it also is kinda like I don't know, it doesn't have the same type of character that something really old would mm-hmm. have. You know? I feel like we tried to give it some character we did, with the paint job yep. and mm-hmm. doing yep. a more unique build that's not just like the standard like white that it everybody has does. Yeah. Way more personality uh, than a lot of them on the road, personally I think. But I, I'm biased. I, oh yeah. no. That was I love how unique and like 
personable. Yeah, it's just you. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I'm so over the same layout and the same look. The white everywhere. It's just like, come on, guys. Where, yeah. where are you? Mm-hmm. I actually told Alex during that build, like, I didn't want white everywhere. Like, I needed something different than just all white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you felt the same way, too. Yeah, and I did want something, like, kind of neutral, but I also, like, thinking about it, like, why would you want white cabinets and white... Ex- like, you're gonna... Van life is dirty. If you're, yeah. you're going to be off-grid. Yeah, and, like, you haven't showered in a couple of days, and your feet are getting kind of black on the bottom, yeah. and, like, you know, it's kind of gross, but, like, you put your feet up on, you know, like, Frank sometimes will, like, touch it with his, I'm like, get your feet off of that thing. <laughs> but if that thing was, like, white, it would be so disgusting. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I just think it's weird that you would have all of your cabinets white. That doesn't make any sense it's, to me It's at all. like an illusion of more space, right? It's very immersive. Yeah. 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 So. yeah, it's like, uh, you know, if you were to put up mirrors everywhere. Yeah. You know, you make it look bigger. <gasps> I'm totally. a mirrored out fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be so weird. You know what you're looking at? I don't remember the last time I looked in the mirror in the van. We do have a mirror in the van. But it's, like, very rare that I look in a mirror. And that's why your hair looks, like, the way that it does. (laughs) That is true. But I kind of like that. (laughs) You know, like, I like the idea of, like, not necessarily caring all the time about my appearance. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if I did that, it would take away from, like, just the natural person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I style yeah. my hair based on how it feels. Right, yeah. love that. Push it, you know, wherever <laughs> it goes. Mine kind of sticks up in the middle right now. But yeah. Very poofy. <laughs> it's making me think I was like apartment hunting in New York and I walked into a bathroom that was completely mirrored. Like the whole walls, the sh- whole shower, the whole, ev- the ceiling, everything. What? Was a mirror in this bathroom. So wait, can somebody look up and see you peeing in the stall? Yeah, well, it was like, it was in your home, you uh, know, so it would just be you in the bathroom or maybe weird. like, Is that, it was so weird. That's somebody who's like, very full of themselves. So it's like you could check on yourself from any angle. You could see every angle of your body. Right, <laughs> yeah. You're there like, were no BGYN. <laughs> oh, it was so strange. I was like, I don't want to yeah. live here. Thank you. Wow. Goodbye. Yeah, but you, I guess to each their own, you know. Were you thinking about buying that house or something? No, it was like, an, like I was like looking for somewhere to live, you uh, know, and I was just like, "Yep, put in the down payment right now, <laughs> right now." I'll take it. If I would have met so you me. and you would have moved into that one, I don't know if we would still be together. Oh, stop! <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I was just messing with you. Uh, so, what are you guys really excited about? Because I feel like. Van life has now, you know, you were originally thinking, oh, we're just going to start doing camping trips right away, but now it's this big reno project. Like, what's, like, keeping you excited and keeping you motivated? <clears throat> Taking little breaks. I mean, as much as there's times where we want to keep working or spending our entire weekend, but sometimes you got to make time for friends. you got to make time for, like, going out on a date or going out to eat or something just to keep your mental health leveled. Yeah. So I think... Sometimes we want to go so hard that I think we could possibly experience burnout, which we haven't because we're playing that safe game. But I think that's. Yeah. Yeah. I, what keeps me going and motivated and what excites me is just knowing that it will be done one day and that one day we'll be in it. And we've already talked about buying, um, you know, property and diving down that, like, let's build a cabin or let's build a house or something. And now we have our. Motorhome. Off-grid motorhome. That's, we could just live in and, you know, work on another project. So, I don't know. Stuff like that I get really excited about. And then you kind of, like, have to calm down because you're like, wow, this is, like, down the road. And you can't really yeah. do much right now, but you get so amped up. Yeah. So, oh, I get it. I get it. We've definitely put a lot yeah. of projects in, in front of us. And you get amped up about it. And then when you're in it, sometimes you're like, what was <laughs> oh, I thinking? Yeah. Oops. But then you're like, wait. Look at the big picture. It's going to be cool once you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I feel like especially a big project like this, it probably feels overwhelming because it's like there's so many things to do, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, we got to do all the walls, but then we got to rebuild the whole bathroom, and then we got to redo the cabinets, and then we got to... the electrical. Yeah, and put all yeah. the gas stuff back together. and put, yeah. You know, like, so it's like you kind of have to take it, like, one bite at a time, mm-hmm. or you would just... Your brain would explode, and that's spot on. Yeah, yeah. and going slow is nice because we're like we have so many Toyota or like motorhome or engine books where I'm like constantly reading and trying to just teach myself how it works. And so when we get to these points, I might have a little bit of insight going into it, so we're not like totally blindly 
yeah. doing this. And we love, we learn by watching everything online, too. That surprisingly, if even if you can't find your exact year and model and what situation, you can find something so close where mm-hmm. it's, if you Called get... Called the University it, of YouTube. That's right. Yeah. If you get stuck, we'll go find a video and the, you're oh, going to yeah. figure out how to work around it, so... Yeah, we, we get that, too. We use YouTube to do a lot of the different things that we've done in the past, you know, I would say five to ten years, you know, you just... You can learn anything through it. We're even some people that create, you know, tips videos. Well, yeah. and you, you guys know? too now with the Sun Raider or Sun Raider. <laughs> I can't even, I'm Obviously. like burning out here. Uh. Um, but yeah, so like you're making these videos about like how to redo, you know, how the oven works in it and how the fridge and how the this and how we're pulling that out and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. you're like adding to that wealth of knowledge for people who want to mm. convert these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And, and a newer group of it. You know, like a lot of the videos that you'll probably find might be older. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 that's true. There's like like from 10, 12 years ago mm-hmm. videos and then... And like even though that video might feel out of date, it's still up to date because the thing is from <laughs> 1987. <Yeah. laughs> it's all still relevant. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, that, and that just speaks on like volumes on, you know, the ability of these types of rigs that you could like fix and you know clean the stuff that's in there and then reuse it yeah, yeah. and know? so the goal is theoretically by the time we're done and it's good if anything ever happens to it we know where every wire every screw every little piece of you know nook and cranny yeah we yeah. should know how to fix it or mm-hmm. how to address the problem because we're, we're literally doing it ourselves. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. amazing. That's a great skill to have. Yeah. And speaking of the oven, are you, Emily, are you going to be able to bake the amazing sourdoughs that you bake in the house in that van? Fingers crossed that is definitely the plan. Okay, cool, cool. Because <laughs> I'm looking forward to an oven-baked Odyssey sourdough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And possibly traveling around and seeing how that affects the flavor. Mm. Oh, so like the different climates mm-hmm. and the different because waters. Because it's like eating, right? Mm-hmm. From Bacteria, all these different yeah, places. Yeah. So huh. I get some New York water. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happens if you get water from like four different states and then you could like make a sourdough that's like, uh, you know, like a four different state sourdough? That would be sick. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I wonder if anybody's done that stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's it's like science it. at its finest. That would be a hilarious YouTube series where it's like, okay, how does this state's water rack up? Make yeah. a sourdough loaf in each state and do yeah. a taste test. That's yeah. cool. That'd and you can really do some fun. water Some of the states you just yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. test it. Yeah, figure out what's in it. Separates it from the other ones. Look at it under a microscope. pH levels yeah. and stuff. Uh-huh. And Actually, you would be able to test it. Yeah. How cool. That would be interesting. I'm just thinking of like you know, shedding light on some environmental stuff. Like, obviously, there's some places in the country that have terrible water. Uh-huh. You know, and, like, going to those places that, like, actually need some help and exposure and, like, people talking about it where, like, they have to drink bottled water because the tap water is, like, contaminated. Yeah. yeah. And, like, making a sourdough from, like, some gross-ass contaminated <laughs> water. Ooh. And being like, mm, You know, and then yeah. you make a video about it. What if it's the best sourdough ever? Right? You're like, it's tangy. I yeah. like it. <laughs> sourdough on It's crack. like a warhead. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, just, like, bringing light to, like, different, you know. That's interesting. I like Environmental that. issues. Mm-hmm. I yeah. took it dark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, water, okay. Access, okay. water access is important. Yeah. It's a... It's a Human right. And somebody had to take it dark, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not just the lighting in the room. I think, I think Alex is just, you know, she, the way you're thinking right now. So if you had any advice for anybody that was, like, trying to do this style, you know, get something old mm-hmm. and, like, figure it out, you know, what, what, what's some type of advice you could give them? I would not do what we did, which would be don't rush into it. Into we, the buying? Yeah, we were just so excited. And I, like I said, we don't regret it, but we probably could have found something that needed less work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So How many rigs had you seen before you pulled the trigger? <laughs> Do you really want to know? Yes. Yeah. That was the first one. Oh, yeah, so you yeah. did rush it. We were yeah. only looking online. Yeah. Otherwise. So you have oh, okay. only seen the online yeah. person. That's right. Yeah, that was yeah. the first in person. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So, but you did do a lot of research and stuff. Yeah, listings, know. postings. We had been yeah, looking research, for a couple yes. years. Yeah. But realistically, how easy would it have been to find another Odyssey 
RE, like 22 RE. With the back window. Suspension, I've back never seen window. another Odyssey for yeah. sale. Yeah, you're right. I haven't, we hadn't seen an Odyssey for sale. So maybe it was meant to be. Kind of, and, you, you kind of had to pull the yeah, trigger. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's great advice. Like, yeah. go I see mean, a couple if it, you can. Yeah, yeah. Just take your time. And there's a lot of resources, not just for Toyota, but old um, vintage camper motorhome groups. People are so cool. They're so welcoming. If you say, hey, I'm on the hunt, I'm searching, like, give me years to look for. Give me, like, what, give me mm-hmm. some tips. They'll, they're, I don't know why, but people are just so, like, they You'll spill get their guts. Yeah. sent to you. And you just, like, just print it off, say thank you, and, like, now you have, like, your guidelines. Right. Yeah, they're just yeah. super passionate about yeah. the, mm-hmm. these rings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so really. Cool. I'd say I'd recommend just knowing or wanting to do the elbow grease or put in that elbow grease because it is going to be a lot of work. Mm. Unless you got that cash flow and you can pay someone to help you. Um, we're willing to do the work and we're still excited to do it, but it, it it's not, I know how much work we're doing isn't normal for everyone. Like yeah. most people, most people that we know tell us we're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Well, yeah, that's why the lady sold it. She was like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a lot. It takes a special couple and or a special person to be able to like jump into something like this and take it head on. Yeah. Because it, it's a big project. It's, it, it's scary sometimes yeah, you too. Yeah, a little bit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like, uh, and I just remember it from our first rig, like, you know, pushing a wrench when we were on the road, you know, not mm-hmm. all the time, but enough to make me go, do I want to keep pushing a wrench? You know, like I could sell this, get something new and be on the road and not have to push a wrench. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it really just takes, like you said, it takes the right person. And I probably could have pushed a wrench for a long time, but I think the biggest problem would have been like doing the whole Central America travel for us Mm -hmm. and finding parts for our rig is actually harder than finding parts for a Toyota rig. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Because it was a Mercedes. Uh, yeah, because that was Mercedes. Yeah. And then like, uh, compared to them though, like Toyota was everywhere mm-hmm, in Central mm-hmm. America. It's like mm-hmm, probably one of the right. most popular cars yeah, you in see, You see these years of pickups everywhere yeah. on the road. We, I see them all day long. So, mm-hmm. you know, parts are still out there. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's more mechanical too. So people can kind of like jerry rig things too. If it's like, if it's, you know, they can't find the exact right thing, they could make something. Yeah. Work, that's a good know? point. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a big difference between new rigs and old rigs. <laughs> like we need a we need a specific chip to run ours. Yeah, yeah, like oh that one pipe didn't have the computer sensor in it, so that's not gonna be like oh now my it won't start because yeah. of the sensor. Yeah. And then you gotta wait for We couldn't for even a get a freaking valet key. Like we wanted to get it we only have one key for our vehicle. And we're like, that's probably not a safe Whoa. choice. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we need to get a backup key. So we go to get a backup key at the dealership. And oh, they no. wanted like $600. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, well, okay, let's just get a valet key. And then so we get the valet key, which I think was like a, less than 200 mm-hmm. And then it won't start the vehicle. Because it doesn't have the microchip or the little... Well, or well it, so it the, I think it would start the vehicle, but it would leave all of our lights on. So like, like all the warning all lights, the all emblems, the danger lights, all everything the, stays on. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like your because you would think your valet okay. driver needs to be able to drive your vehicle, but I guess they're probably only driving your vehicle for like max like a block or two. Yeah. Oh. So you know maybe like that security mechanism. I in guess case so. They jack your car. Yeah. Maybe. But then, like, you could probably take your car key and go to, like, car key cutter <laughs> on the corner. Yeah. You know? Dot com. Yeah. No, I'm just yeah. Corner car key cutter. <laughs> yeah, that's my next business venture. TM. Don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, get a key cut, and it would just work. Because it's, you know, it's the key, and it fits, and it goes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, Dang. it's so much easier. Yeah, they made Never things about it like really that. complicated nowadays, so... Yeah, yeah. I think that you guys have bought, like I said, the perfect vehicle for yourselves. It's okay that you're taking on a project. Keep pushing at it. Yeah. You're gonna find the people in your path that are gonna help you out, or that know people that will help you out, or whatever it is, you know. And it will be ready and done right when you're ready to be on the road. That's yeah. right. You that's, know. Yeah, that's a great way to put yeah. it. Yeah, you might feel like, like you're ready to lay, but like, 
realistically, you might not really be ready for another year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six yeah. months. Yep. Three Trust months. The universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And you can start taking little trips before it's all the way done, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you know, it's sealed. Once right, you have yeah. a roof, yeah. <laughs> you'll have a lot more options. And then you can really get <laughs> that, like, that, that flow down. On exactly what it is that you feel is right for you guys. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Well, we're super excited for you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. And a huge thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thank, thank you, you for. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having us. Super in, fun. Yeah. Thank it's you for our having first us. Podcast. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for having us in your home too. They yeah. welcomed us with open arms, so you guys should definitely go check them out as well. They're Joe and Emily on YouTube. And also now on Instagram as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe you guys could be some of the first people that come on over and follow them. There you come go. Yeah. And yeah. if you're watching the Sunday lineup with Frankie and I's videos, then you'll see Joe and Emily on there too. Yeah. yeah. Come hang out. Yeah, their videos are super funny. So they're, they're just like awesome people. And who they are in the videos is who they are in life. Oh, you guys yeah. are so kind. No, nah, it's the truth, though. <laughs> it's the truth. I'm blushing. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. We hope you guys have an FNA day. Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel, FNA Van Life. All right. All right.